we're back. We're back. Second album. Second album. Episode Second two. Second album fears stepping in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, is it going to be as good? Not that we're saying that the episode one was that good. <laughs> but... Well, I liked it. <laughs> Although, <laughs> you might have made one mistake. Go on. In episode one. <laughs> I and think you I might... know what it is. And you might owe somebody an apology. Oh. Surely you know what I'm talking about. I actually don't. I was thinking of Earthnet slash Ethernet. No, yeah, that's exactly what oh, I'm talking about. Oh, you want about. me to apologise to Bob? Well, I think you probably just need to clear up the fact that you made a lot of it up. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that. <laughs> no, what I did was merge. You merged. The one story. It yeah. was only one story. I've merged it into two. You embellished it a little I bit. I embellished it. Yeah, so I think that's forgivable. I took him through the ringer. Yeah, and you also pronounced... Ethernet. Earthnet. Earthnet. And I even have yeah. the audacity to say to you, yeah. he invented Earthnet, have you heard of it? And you go, no. And I go, yeah, I didn't think you had. <laughs> by the web domain thing. now. Yeah, by the web domain now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, and also, so we've got, got rid of Matt. Yeah, got rid of Matt. Matt's gone. Um, He's signing himself somewhere. He's on yeah. holiday. He thought, what, after last week, now I've worked on this, I'm just not. I've had enough. Yeah. We actually said I'm not He's giving up my Sundays to, for, no, this. for this. Yeah. And he meant it. Yeah. Because today we don't have him. Exactly. So So we've got um Togger in the house. Hello. My um oh. child <laughs> little bit rapey. <laughs> and I like how I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pleasure. <laughs> um Shall I play you the celebrity endorsement of the week? Right, this is Thomas Turgoose. Yeah. From This Is England. Yeah, I do know that one. Here is our celebrity. That one. I know that one. I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here he is, bigging up our show. I've just got off the phone to my agent, and they've made me aware that some guy called Louis Reeves, Louis Reeves, saying that I'm endorsing their podcast. Now, let's just be clear on a few things. I've never heard of this guy, nor have I heard of his little podcast, and I'm pretty sure that he's just on the bandwagon because he knows that I've got a podcast which is significantly better than yours. Stick to your little acting. Joke's on him, because I can't get a job for love nor money at the moment. <laughs> Stick to your little acting, or yeah. not. Well, or get not, in your actually. basement and record a podcast with your mate. <laughs> Thanks, Tomo. Appreciate it, mate. Yeah, that was kind. Good celebrity endorsement, though. We're and, bashing them out. And technically, that's David Morrissey and Thomas Turgoose on the podcast. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Good? I'm actually really good. Why are you really good? I need to take my shoes off for this. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm not going to do any that tricks. That makes total sense. <laughs> going to tell you a story. Let me keep take the, the shoes off. Cue the dance. Yeah. yeah, cue the dance. Go on then, why are you really good? You know our house is really spiritual and stuff. Yeah. So, since we've all kind of... Are you of... all that? You're all that way. Yeah, kind. we're all okay, that way. Yeah. We're all that way. How many is there of you in your There's house? There's four of us. Okay. Four spiritual ladies. Really spiritual. Okay. It's known as the womb. Our house's nickname is the womb. Okay. People come into it, they leave a different mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Not There's a lot of brothels like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Are you charging yeah. gentlemen yeah. callers? This okay. Times are getting really tight right now, so we thought we're doing this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spiritual so, womb. Spiritual womb. Mm. And all. All of us have gone through some big stuff at the start of this year. So what it is is one. The idea is is once you start to lean into the universe, right? Okay. And and you lean into like giving over to 
what is coming at you. Mm-hmm. More things that you want. It's law of attraction, right? You relax and you just go, I'm not going to get in my head about this. I'm not going to. And you lean into like what is actually in your present moment okay. and around you. It like March time this year, I'm getting a bit better now. I'm like, okay, I'm leaving some stuff behind. I'm starting to see the light. Out of nowhere, yeah. my friend Helen, mm-hmm. the one, the pineapple one, yeah. she sends me a card. Okay. And in the card... Does Helen live with you? No. Okay, Helen's right. not one of the four. She's okay. my best mate. And in the card, it's basically all this stuff about how you're okay. Yeah. Your future's going to be okay. Okay. You're safe now. Like, move forward. So I read the card and I'm like, oh, it's a mosh. Like, yeah, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Then, a week later, get a text message from you. Yeah. Saying, what are you doing? Do you want to do a podcast? Yeah, all right. What's it about? Okay. It's about the future. Predicting the future and all this kind of stuff. Ooh. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Then, the other day, it's my 42nd birthday. Okay. Buzzing. It's, that weekend is filled with so much love, I cannot even tell you. And I'm suddenly, like, overwhelmed with love. My brain literally feels open, so relaxed. I can see so much clarity and I can feel it in my body. You've had a shit time, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. But I've had a transsexual... <laughs> it's not that. I've had a... <laughs> Transcendence. Transcendence. Transcended. Thank you, okay, cool. Right. No, you're not a <laughs> transsexual. She's had a big change, all right. <laughs> she had a beard this time last year. Could have won Eurovision. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, "What was she on about?" Oh, right. She's she's had that kind of change. Do you know Joe Ball used to be a man? <laughs> That's what you made this sound like. I know. Right. Oh, come on, God. then. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm in this bracket right of change i've had my birthday last week and i am open <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. like wide open that's pretty weird actually that you're like okay i'm gonna be open to what the universe gives me and then yeah. all of a sudden i say do you want to do a podcast on the future right. thank is, you so you're tapping with, in I mate mean, i'm with you it gets weirder i go into my bedroom and i see helen's card on the side i've had it on the car the side yeah. this whole time and i see it and i go pick up the card I run into Laura look at the front of the fucking card <laughs> your future looks bright we're doing it about psychics and future fortune telling right yeah yeah that's true yeah <laughs> oh my god that didn't like literally it gets there's more stuff to this story right okay yeah that, that doesn't yeah. weird you out well because she's not really. Yes, Lewis, come on. If I was going to write, that, I would just say that's on theme. No, because gonna... she could have given me one with a flower on it. But... She could have given me one with a lake on it. But that's why she butterfly. has. But that's why she has picked that one. Yeah, because, because my it's... future's bright. Yeah. Yeah. Cause... And then you stepped into it. Yeah. A week later, and went, "Do you want to do a podcast?" Which is great for my future anyway, because this is fun. Yeah, very true. And also, what's it about, Lewis? It's about predicting the future. Anyway, I thought it was amazing. No, it is. It is amazing. He's got goosebumps. I'm shivering right now. Because of this, I'm now open still. Right, okay. Do you know what then happens? Go on. Laura puts me to bed. Yeah, which is fine. And all of a sudden, because I'm all relaxed, Uh I shit you not. I thought you were going to say shit yourself. I shit myself. Right, okay. That's why you're getting put to bed. She's not all there anymore. (laughs) Joe. Are you having your tea, dear? There we go. Don't shit. I'll come on then. I yeah. have a vision. Right. Why are you not excited 
mean by this? We're doing about psychics. But, no, but I'm listening. Yeah, so you have a vision. I have a vi- do you have visions? Right, okay. I saw. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. I didn't make it up. It wasn't like Laura was telling me a story and I was like, oh, I can imagine her doing that. Right. She was talking at me about nonsense. Yeah. And all of a sudden it fell into my face and I had goosebumps and I went, Laura, I have to say this right now. And she went, what? And I went, she thought I was like scared or something. And I went, I can see you. <laughs> I can see you on a turquoise couch. Right. On a chat show. You're so not impressed. No, I'm just listening. I literally had a physical response. Yeah. I saw her on a chat show. Yeah. I'm open now. I'm predicting futures. This is how I know that these people are real. I saw that, Lewis. Jack. And I saw it here first. Okay. And it's all because I had a meltdown, reset my whole entire soul system. Mm-hmm. I've been rebirthed mm-hmm. mentally yeah. and spiritually. Yeah. I'm with you. And I've stepped out into this realm now. I think... We are seeing angel numbers all the time. Once you relax and you start tapping into another realm yeah. and you know that the universe has got your back and you don't have to get muddled up in your own mind and freak out about things, other things will start coming at you and you'll see shit. I had, I had a wax yesterday. Do you know what I said to her? How do you stop getting the red rash? She said, you need lemons. I said, I what? She said, you need lemons. You cut the lemons in half. You rub the lemons on it. This is a good tip, so stick with me. Put the lemon here. I think they've all turned off, mate. No. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anyone's still listening. No, they are still listening. Okay. Because this is a handy hint. Because I bet everyone's worried about the bumps. So put the lemon on it. I get home. Yeah. I go upstairs, and on our landing, there's a lemon. We've never had food on a landing. What is there a lemon doing on the landing? I said to Laura, why is there a lemon on the landing? She went, because I took it out my bag last night. I took it out my bag last night. And I went, I've just been told by the waxer to use lemon. She's having them as well. They're happening all the time. And people say they're coincidences. That's what, that's what I was going to say. No, they're not. Right, this, I, I get it. You feel that this is happening to yeah. you, so it feels really strong. It can happen to however, anyone if you tap However, into it. we don't know who Laura is or anything about her in this story, and you've just gone, and then Laura was on a big purple couch, and she's <laughs> going to be on a talk show. We don't know what you're on about, you fucking just nutter. Just a mate, just a mate. I had a vision about a mate, and she's going to do well. So I'm waiting for the next visions now. See, this is how I can tell you're not tapping into the magic. <laughs> no. It is. I think you're having a breakdown. <laughs> I've had that. I've had that. This is the new bit. Do you know what I am interested in, though? You had a photo shoot yesterday. Yeah. Because you're getting some new headshots done. I hate them. I think every actor really hates getting them done. Yeah. It escalated your photo shoot, didn't it? Yeah. What happened? Basically, he asked me to get my tits out, so I did. <laughs> He didn't ask me, to be fair. I said, oh, I want to feel a bit liberated. He's halfway out the door. I thought we'd done, Joe. Come, sit down. You want to earn a bit more money? I need to feel liberated. Yeah, yeah I need to feel liberated. You got a flash for that? <laughs> Come on, boy. Leave it on record. Join me. Who's paying who here, mate? Take the pictures. I just want to go home. You've done it though. Mm. You've absolutely done it. Yeah, this so. out. Yeah, I have. Do you want to see? So I did. I did Attitude magazine, and the picture that they published is 
But a great pick. I was in great shape at the time. I was doing a play called Mine Out Your Edge. That's me there. Looking pretty Is good. Is it? Yeah, fucking cheeky bugger. My agent didn't want me to do it at the time. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, I think it'd be really, I think it'd be really good for me. It's really good for the show. A little bit wet behind the ears. She went, oh, all right, Lewis, listen to me though. And listen very clearly. Just don't take your pants off. I was like, I'm not going to take my pants off. Definitely not. We get in there. Everyone's very buff and everyone's doing like push-ups and stuff like that. Um, And everyone's bought like nice underwear. And I just had some old underwear with like holes in and that. And then they went, no, put these on. Little tighty whities. So I did that. And long story short, it cut to me in a bathtub posing like this. And then the photographer went, if you just take your pants off. And I felt so awkward at the time that I went, yeah, sure, no worries, mate. And there's probably about 200 naked bathtub photos of me. Floating around. When I was doing that play as well, because there was full nudity in it, my mum, obviously being your biggest fan, would search for reviews and stuff like that. And there was one review on um, just my schlong. She went, love, it was so embarrassing to read. But she went, five stars. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks, ma'am. Thanks. Although she got a bit weird when they started talking specifically about your foreskin. <laughs> I went, ah, mum, I don't even... Ah, la, 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 la. No, 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 no. I think, Togs, we should make it our mission to hunt these naked photos down. Okay, so last week I did the Oracle, yeah. which was a person who got it right mm. in the past, made a prediction. You're going to do it this week and I'm going to take bulls fools. Mm. I'm excited. Because you've not shown me anything yet, have you? No. Okay. So Matt, the producer, gave us one constructive bit of criticism, uh, which was to just keep things a bit shorter, do bullet points, maybe not have as many pieces of paper. Give me that document. That's ridiculous. That's completely the opposite. That's more. Is it? Two pages. I've written a thesis. That's mental. I won't read that either. I've worked out a way to do it quicker. I've only got those for safety. Okay, it's all up there. It's all up there. It's all up there. Something's up there. <laughs> Something's Something. definitely up there. This is the Oracle, 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 Oracle. It's about a Parisian medium. Mm-hmm. Her name's Fiona Johansson. Okay. And I'm going to list off what she does because she's she's done a lot so she's had she's aided law enforcement private investigators she's worked heavily with local and federal law enforcement she's helped solve disappearances she's solved gruesome crimes okay so she's got like a proven record oh yeah so she's a practicing medium she's a clinical hypnotherapist she's a holistic healer Do you want a banana? <laughs> Some nuts, isn't it? it's so she's been doing this for over 25 years. So okay. she's been going to town okay. on solving things. She's also a public speaker and executive coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also works with celebrities and producers. She helps them decide if they should take on a project. So this chick is really busy. Okay. She's also got 10 million Instagram followers. I think that's the the biggest impressive oh well now i now i do believe in her do you know what i mean yeah that that validates she her blue ticked? yeah oh okay <laughs> yeah although you can buy that now so i don't believe any of the blue ticks mm. apparently oh yeah you can just buy it now yeah. so that makes yours useless <laughs> i think although mine's... i did look up to see if i could buy one 
<laughs> What's this going to help out then? Um, so anyway, so I want to tell you how she started this whole thing. Okay. So she was six at home mm-hmm. and she was chilling out with her family friends. When it's time to leave, so she's six, they leave the house and she goes, oh, no, 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 no don't go right now. And they're like, what? And they're just about to get in the car. And she's like, I, c- I can see it. You're going to have a car accident. And there's blood. And there's, like, it's just a mess. And right. they're like, no, we're all right. Like, calm down, hun. What's her problem? They get in the I car. I love that. Yeah. The, the, the French. <laughs> with your accent. Is that, what's her problem? Yeah, what's her problem? Calm her down. Calm her down. I don't down. know what my accent she's is. She's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they get in the car. 45 minutes later. Yeah. The parents of those kids call up. They've had a car smash. Right. So she predicted it right. Yeah, I know. But are they okay? I just I... don't understand no, your look... reactions, Louis. No, I want to know them more. Are they okay? Oh, yeah, they're fine. Oh, right. Okay, right. Okay. <laughs> no one lost their life. Cause you said no one's there was dead lot... yet. You said she predicted that they were going to be there was, hurt. There was I mean, there was blood. Right, okay. I mean, they've, they've you know, they've spooky. been smashed up. Okay, so that's, pre- that's very spooky. Yeah, and so, but she carries on having ones like this. So at first, when she's little, this whole kind of practice of hers starts with visions. Okay. And she knows that the visions are going to be bad because she sees black and red a lot. Right. So that's how she'll know if they go to the darker side. Okay. And she's stuck with that. So I'm not going to work my way through this while. Here we go. <laughs> Tucker's like, oh yeah. my God, she's got an encyclopedia over there. So when she was 14, she actually solved her first like case case. She went to live with her uncle in Sweden. Okay. So she couldn't speak a word of sweet, sweet. Dish. Swedish, yeah. Swedish. Yeah. I was going to say Swedes, the... but yeah. then I was like, no, that's... She could not speak a word of the Swedes. Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> you're Tommy. Tommy. Oh. So anyway, she goes over to Sweden. She's living there and they ha- they are trying to solve a crime of this chick that went... Mis- not a chick. Chick? <laughs> a lady. I know, I know. Are, you, are you the funds? <laughs> Is this 1952? <laughs> yeah, a problem with this chick. Yeah, get in the the Parisian medium girl. Which one's that? The one that speaks Swede. <laughs> Come on, chick. Can you talk to the dead or not? Hey. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna wet myself. Okay. <laughs> right. Can you talk to the dead or not? Chick. Ch- <laughs> chick. Never heard you call anyone chick. And all of a sudden you've mentioned chick about 15 times. My face hurts. Oh. <laughs> right, okay, she goes to Sweden. She goes to Sweden. They yeah. wanted to solve a crime. This girl has gone missing mm-hmm. 10 years ago. They're going to close the case. They're like, nice, nah, game over. We ain't finding right. her now. Okay. No, Fiona's like, give me a shot. Yeah. So at 14, without speaking a word of Swede, yeah. um, they let her do her thing. So she has like visions. She can see stuff and she's picking up on stuff. She taps into like a whole nother realm of being. Okay, so how does she... Okay, right, yeah, go Basically, on. Basically, long story short, she found the dead body that they'd been looking for for 10 years. Right, how? Yeah, so then that's what... When she got into her 20s, that's why when she started solving like murder things and stuff, she actually did like degrees and stuff in law enforcement and criminal whatnot. So, okay, right. The one I'm really interested in though... And this is where it does take a little bit of a turn for Mm -hmm. me personally. So I've got this thing. We were chatting the other day in our house and we were saying, 
So she is proven now. She's got over 25 years of experience Mm -hmm. to have solved crimes, really gruesome ones. She's found bodies. She's found missing people. She is seeking out, you know, people's futures. She's calling out all this stuff. And this is all real. This stuff has all been happening. However, this next one that I'm going to talk about, she fell off the wagon a bit. Right, okay. If I'm honest. But they're really coming down hard on her for this. And we were saying, in no other profession do you essentially fuck up. And everyone goes, oh, give that one a miss. I mean, she's got a great, you know, she's done great in her career here. But this one, she's got wrong. But when it's a psychic, they're coming down really hard on her now. Like a footballer, if you miss a penalty. You're only as good as your last game. Right, so that's the thing you get remembered for. Oh... That a good analogy like that? Yeah, that was really good. good. Or have you just you need so much food that your brain I'm has like, switched oh. off? <laughs> just okay, stopping. Right. So where did she mess up then? So, so she's, she's messed up. So right? she's found multiple people. At oh this point. yeah, no, she's the real deal at this point. Okay, right, cool. She's got some tea on Madeline McCann. Right. This is a big one for me because I've been obs- I I went through a stage of being obsessed with this whole thing, and we've okay. been looking for Madeline McCann for how many years? Like, sorry, we. What have you done? <laughs> Investigative crew over Honestly, here. Honestly, the amount of air miles that Joe has racked up. Looking for Madeline McCann. <laughs> How long have we been doing that, Togs? <laughs> it's a very heavy royal we, isn't it? So this woman in Poland yeah. last year claims to be Madeline McCann. No one was believing her and she was fighting. This is quite recent. She was fighting for a DNA test mm-hmm. so that she could prove she was Madeleine McCann so this whole like you know we've got a breakthrough we've we've think yeah. we found her no one buys it okay. and they work they're denying her DNA so Fiona our psychic mm-hmm. she's like I'm gonna step in yeah this chick needs some help yeah. and I'm the one to do it yeah so let me she, say let me save Joe all that work let me save Joe all that ages. work she's been looking at for Maddie for ages yeah, okay it turns out now this Madeleine McCann has, has had the DNA test. Yeah. And it isn't her. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> now, Fiona, our, our amazing psychic, has gone, yeah, yeah I knew it wasn't. Well, you didn't, because you went to Poland to try and get a DNA test, and you said it was Madeleine, because she did. She was like, it is Madeleine McCann. Oh, right, we didn't know that bit. Oh, so see, she... this is what I do look. <laughs> and she's like, you need to, this is Madeleine McCann. She's giving it that. She's got the brown dot. Madeleine oh, McCann's yeah, that is back. quite dubious, you know, isn't it? She's Madeleine McCann, but what it did at the time was gave her loads of promotion. And now this woman's had the DNA test and they've gone, oh, it's looking like you're not Madeleine McCann. So this woman's like, but I am, and she's contesting it, going, the DNA's wrong, I right, am okay. Madeleine McCann. That's a separate thing. Fiona has now turned around going, yeah, no, it's not Madeleine McCann. Well, you did, you did just say it was. No, I didn't, because actually four years ago... Yeah. So four years previous yeah. to this woman going on Madeleine McCann and Fiona agreeing with it, four years previous, she is on a chat show and she says, I know where Madeleine McCann is. Right. I think she's in Germany and she's a singer and she's a people pleaser and yeah. she doesn't know she's Madeleine McCann and she's not in any pain because the trauma's gone. <sighs> and I think that her real parents are not going to find her, she's going to find them by accident in Germany. Now, my question is, if she's coming out with that story now and she's pretty solid and she's got a lot of 
solid results before. Yeah. Why are we not? <laughs> we. Yeah. Why are we not in Germany auditioning all the singers? Trying to seek out all the singers with brown dots in their eyes and trying to find Madeleine McCann because this has gone on for ages now. Joe, we need to find her. Because that's fucking mental. <laughs> Hello, uh, Detective Hans. <laughs> ah, yeah, this is Lewis Reed from the Metropolitan Police. Yeah, I'm in charge of the Madeleine McCann case. Still, uh, we've, we've, still. We've got, uh, we've got a lead. Uh, okay, what is it? It's my German. <laughs> Very camp, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you aren't. Very busy. It's very Euro trash. Um, uh, well, basically, it's a bit of a long shot, but I want you to round up all your singers with, what is it, the eyes thing? Brown dot in their eyes. With a brown dot in their eyes, and we'll find Maddie. Yeah. We'll do the rest, boy. Yeah. Uh, hold on, but... see you there. <laughs> I'm on the next flight. And then Fiona goes up in the charts again, because at the moment she's hit a dip because right, okay. of this Madeleine McCann thing. Right. And it's a shame, I think it's a shame, because she has solved a lot of crimes. I think it's amazing that they're using psychics But what, what I want to know is what crimes she <clears> solved <throat> then. Yeah, but the I, I knew you'd want a murder one, and they're, they're really hard to get details of, but they use psychics. Well, you work in the Madeleine McCann investigation, I would have thought you'd have been able to get something. <laughs> I've been looking for Maddie for years. We've all been, We've haven't all we, guys? Been... <laughs> we have, though. So what's, what's the story now? Where, what's... She's a singer in a nightclub. Not Madeline McCann. <laughs> Not your theory on fucking Madeline McCann. Oh, yeah, what's so this? What's Madeline her name? McCann. Fiona. Fiona. Fiona Johansson. She's still Is going. Is her reputation yeah, slightly it's tarnished? At the moment. Yes. 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 Right, yes. Because of that whole. She's fiasco. trying to write a book right now, and. It is tarnished, but I I think it's like that football analogy that you gave just then is You're really... only as good as your last game. Yeah, because I think they get like like they're coming down hard on her, and she has literally solved murders. Well, so it's a little bit the Oracle, little bit bulls fools this one. I know. Is that her? Mm-hmm. Oh, she, Joe. What? She looks. She looks like something from Bo Selector. Well, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> what have you got here? <laughs> This is why we need a I mean, researcher. I she's a lady Please that's had, clearly a had a lot of cosmetics. Oh, wow, that's not what I was expecting yeah. at all. So this is on the Swedish case. So she solved her first case, age 18, when she moved uh, from her native Iran to stay with her uncle in Sweden. Yeah. Without being able to speak a word of Swedish, she claims she managed to solve the case of a missing girl called Jessica Anderson, who had disappeared 10 years earlier. Investigators were about to close the case, but following a chance meeting with a lawyer for Jessica's family, Fiona was taken to Swedish cops and managed to persuade them to keep the case open. They opened it, though, and she found the body. She told police that Jessica had been murdered by her boyfriend and gave the location she was buried at. And sure enough, ten days later, detectives found Jessica's body in the same location. I remember that I could sense the place uh, where she is because it was in another language. I couldn't understand what she was saying, she said. The lawyer grabbed some paper and made me write what I heard and it turned out to be a place in Sweden. She told me how she believed what I was saying and called the investigators and said she had a person who knows about Jessica. They thought it was impossible for me to know anything about this case. I hadn't been to the country before and I couldn't speak the language. Okay, well, that is pretty <clears throat> impressive. She's got loads like that. So that's our... That's our... Let me just play this. What's this happening here? 
a friend of mine came to my house and uh, we played, we had fun. Three hours later, they wanted to go home. Then right after, I found that if they go, they're gonna have a car crash. I tried to stop them, they didn't listen. And 45 minutes later, the phone rang and said they had a car crash. She seems quite happy about that. She was quite thrilled about and it. They they had a, I made a prediction that they would have a car, car crash 45 minutes later <laughs> because I cut their brakes. <laughs> they had a car crash. <laughs> Is she an oracle? I mean, that's amazing finding that's that Swedish girl's body. So you can't take that away from her. So that is oracle-like. Okay. Do you but know my thing? I'm dubious. Well, I, the more and more we're digging for oracles, mm. the more and more I'm going, well, everyone's got a little spin on it at the end. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but... I'm going to. But I wouldn't trust Why do her. I keep finding all these ones? You put me on the oracle so I could find, like, another proper one. Yeah. And I found, like, a mix, a hybrid. Every every episode we're going to have to be issuing apologies for bits of misinformation. That's what I bring. That's what you... Absolutely. Misinformation. Yeah, and pants. <laughs> <laughs> Verdicts, I mean, impressive. Definitely oracle... <laughs> oracle traits, but... You're not buying that one, I'm are not, you? I'm, I'm on the fence. Because I'm open. I am open. I know you don't think I am open, <laughs> but I am open. I just think she looks like she cares very much about... Herself. The aesthetics and yeah. that. And I think that provides sort of opportunity to prey on people, I think. Well, they're doing huge court cases at the moment for psychics that are they've found to be manipulative and stuff. This is Bulls Falls, okay? So this person... But I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, so this is... I've called this a piece, and it is a piece, a lecture, if you will. It's called Halley's Comet and the 1910 Doomsday Prediction. So a geezer, a geezer, geezer. I'm talking like you <laughs> a now. Geezer. A scientist made a prediction. Now, what I want to know is, are we going to put him in for making this wrong prediction? Or are we going to put a different entity in entirely? Okay, so that's what I'm going to ask you at the end. You make up your mind, okay? Okay. So... A little bit on Haley's Comet. Do you know anything about Haley's Comet? Yeah, remind me, because it's ringing a bell. <laughs> That's just the perfect no. answer when like, I ain't got a fucking clue, mate. <laughs> Go on, remind Go on, me remi again. <laughs> I have not picked up a book on astrophysics in donkeys. Okay, so Haley's Comet is a comet that orbits the sun roughly every 75 years. We last saw it in 1986. We're next going to see it in 2061. It was discovered by a geezer called Edmund Haley. We might be dead by then. In 2061. Yeah, no, I did think that. I just missed it. Were you born? 81. 81. I was 88. <laughs> I might make it. To be honest with you, I'm not asked. No, I'm not bothered <laughs> either. <laughs> um, Haley's Comet, discovered by a geezer called Edmund Haley, or Halley, the Americans say Halley, but I prefer Haley. Potato, potato, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is Edmund Haley. Oh, nice hairdo. Yeah, I don't know why blokes went for that hairdo back then. <laughs> it's not a hair, it's definitely a syrup. Before he had his portrait done, let me just put this giant, giant white like, wig on. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, Brian May, take that off, you're fooling no one. <laughs> Bald as a coot two minutes ago, mate. Anyway, Edmund Haley, he, uh, was the first, he didn't discover the comet, but he was the first one, and this is important, to discover that it was elliptical and periodic. God, now, what was he doing to... Discover that, do you know what I mean? Did you have to wait that many years? That's what I was just going to say. See, Tox is what, on my page. The amazing thing is, he, when he, he, he had this hypothesis, this theory, and then it was only 15 years later that then it came back and everyone was like, oh, he was right. So he never even got to see the fruits of his labour. 
But how did he know it was going like, to... Or mean, what he predicted that it was going to come back round. Yeah, he said it orbits the sun, like we orbit the sun, and it's just on a different trajectory. I mean, I don't want to get into astrophysics no. <laughs> <laughs> too much. But anyway, it's really important because no, it comes back round and humanity, for thousands of years, has been absolutely fine with Halley's Comet. And it's littered through literature and artwork. It's here in a Charles Henry Granger uh, photo. Photo. Definitely not a photo. <laughs> Definitely painting. Not. In 1680, the comet's like scorching across the sky. And even more interesting than that, this is brilliant, uh, it's in the Bayeux, Bayeux Tapestry. I like it when you read these words. It's in French. I do French. The Bayeux Tapestry. Okay. Uh, and the Bayeux Tapestry is of the Battle of Hastings in 1066. You can see the comet. Comet. Which is embroidered there, going across the sky. And now oh, look, all the villagers going, fucking hell, there's a comet. Apart from that bloke. He's not interested. He's not interested. He's going, well, He's never, like, I you... saw that last time. I don't yeah. want to see it again. What now. is this, 905? Yeah. <laughs> what era are we Where have in? you lot been? <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Ten sixty-six. No, that is amazing. And it and they, in the Western Han period in China, they even had illustrations of what they called broom stars, which we now know as the comet. And that dates back to twenty-five CE, which I think is the, is the same as twenty-five BC, but without all the religion attached. Yeah. So as a human race, we've been all right with it. We're like okay. comet. We know it. We often took it as like a good omen um, or a bad omen. So if you're like chopping off heads on the Battle of Hastings or, you know, you're a pagan in a field wanging off a cow. The comet goes past. <laughs> <laughs> the comet goes past and you go, I should probably stop chopping off heads and wanking no, cows. No, I can just see that. <laughs> just like, oh, I missed uh, it again because I'm tossing you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to finish. Probably how we discovered milk, actually. <laughs> he must have been. Yeah. What was he doing? I, or she? That was it. It was the comet put him off and he's grabbed the wrong one. Yeah, but who's gone on under a cow for the first time and gone... I always wonder that. Anyway, astrologists, philosophers, farmers, everyone's cool with comets. Yeah. It's fine. It's never it's never it never bothered us really. And then 1910 comes around, comet fever strikes. See, we've got like incredible telescopes and it's going to be the first time that the comet's photographed and can be measured in a way that it's never been measured before. So there's loads of build up to it in London, New York, Paris, people are booking out like rooftop bars, everything. They're going to have the dinner and, and see the comet. It's going to be an amazing thing. New York Times does an article and in this article, it gets loads of different people. They're astrologers and they're talking about it. They're like, yeah, it's going to be good and that. It'll be really bright. Yeah. I don't know, paraphrasing probably yeah. a little bit. No, they were buzzing about yeah. it. And then there's one geezer called Camille Flammarion. That was quite good. Yeah. It was better than beer. Yeah. Beer tapestry. Beer tapestry. Um, <clears throat> he goes, it's not going to be so good, actually. Oh, all right. He says the next time that Hayes Comet comes around, that this would bring about the end of the world. He reckoned that as we pass through the comet's tail, synergen gas, which is probably quite bad, uh, would impregnate the atmosphere and snuff out all life on the planet. So he's made quite a commitment there. He's basically saying as the comet orbits around us and we pass through the tail. We're going to blow up. This, not blow up, but this gas will come into our atmosphere and just make it unhospitable. 
and everyone will die. Oh, he's really rocking the boat, isn't he, with that? He's really rocking the boat, but this is where I think it gets debatable, like, who's the fool here? Who's actually responsible for oh, this? Oh, so yours is a bit fancy as well, then? It's a bit fancy. Not as fancy as yours. No, mine was <laughs> really fancy. The Royal Astronomical Society. So it's all the other scientists downplay this whole situation. They say there's no danger, physical or moral, and basically it's a load of bollocks and he doesn't know what he's on about. <laughs> okay. The tabloid press get a hold of this and they can go one of two ways. They can either calm the situation down or they can... Blow it up. They go with, it's coming, it's coming, death for all mankind. Yeah, of course, because that's tabloid standard. So they've been doing that for hundreds of years then. Don't get me started on the tabloids. Well, I'm about to get you started. Many fear that end of world is at hand. The earth will plunge through the tale of death. (laughs) God, they didn't like so they, go in uh, lightly with the really warnings, did they? It. Also, I'd just like to say, anyone that comes out with a doomsday prediction, what's in it for you? And also, you should expect some repercussions from that. But what is it, as a, like, as a scientist, what is in it for you? So you go, right, Togs, Joe. Drama. Right? In a couple of weeks, world's going to end. Your whole, your whole job, your whole career working, he's in his mid-40s. Do you know what yeah. he is? What? He's a glass half empty. He certainly is. Glass half empty. Is it glass? I didn't even pick you up on that. Is it glass half empty? Yeah, she's having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he make, he makes this prediction. It's like either it does come true and the world ends and then everyone's dead and that's just crap, or you get a bit of notoriety for a few weeks and then it doesn't happen. And then and then you're like ruined right as a tip. scientist, like the psychic lane did. What do they get out of it then? What, what do what do they get out of it? Because you look a fool. And plus, if you want say. Camille could go on to then invent the flying car. He could call up the Royal Astronomical Society and be like, they're going to be buzzing. Hello? Who's that? Camille? Flamirion? <laughs> Hello, mate. Yeah, I'll tell you what, we'll have a meeting next time Haley's Comet comes around. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> See you then, pal. He's ruined. He's, he's done. So anyway, the press kick it up and half the population, from what I can see, go fucking bananas, like shit themselves and half people going, no, it's a load of rubbish. What doesn't help is the comet's due in May. In January of that year, another comet passes early, lights up the sky. This coincides with record-breaking floods in Paris and leads to theories that these comets cause dramatic impacts on the Earth. And Edmund Haley himself had a theory that Noah's flood was caused by Haley's comet. So everyone's, the tabloid press has done that. And then everyone went, Haley said this was going to happen. And it's just gone absolutely mental. Astrologers said, look, no, we can still see Haley's comet. It's coming in May. Everything's fine. No one believed him. And it just got crazy. To be fair. Yeah, go on. They didn't have much entertainment back, back here. Yeah, that's true. So they, that's why they're going in a little bit as well. They're like, we got some tea and it's going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But surely it's interesting enough without being like imminent death is, I suppose that's what sells. Fear sells, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the press crack on with coming of the end of the world and they go one better as well. They sell advertising space to con men. And con men sell comet pills nationwide to protect you from the poisonous gas, anti-sickness oh. pills. Here's the comet pills. Oh, it's like the COVID vaccine. <laughs> oh, here we oh, go. Dark. Oh, she here did we it. Go. She's splitting oh, it. Oh, she did it. <laughs> what a load of bollocks that was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I voted out. 
Let's get it all. Let's get it all out now. <laughs> I can't stop it. Go. Um, gas masks were sold at record-breaking rates. PPI. 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 Yeah, that's everywhere. No. <laughs> and that's definitely not. <laughs> uh, I went PPI tonight. What's PPI? That's, that's like the insurance. insurance. Thing. Yeah. Everyone had a rebate. It was a scam, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> Everyone's claiming it back. Saying I got a grand here. <laughs> um, fire home insurance was advertised for your house. People plugged up their houses, gluing doors and keyholes shut to protect themselves from the poisonous gas. And this is where it gets pretty dark. A cult in Oklahoma, and I've read separate articles on this. One say that the person died and one say that the person didn't. So I'm going to read the positive one. Yeah. I'm going to keep it positive for you. Yeah. A cult in Oklahoma burned all their earthly possessions, including their homes, and selected a young farmer, farmer girl as a virgin sacrifice. They tied her to the stake, dressed her in all white, and when the head of the cult uh, pulled out a hunting knife this to begin the ritual, this is the, begin the ritual, the police stormed in and saved oh. the young woman and arrested the cult leader. In the other one, they say that they stabbed her to death. <laughs> no. so I'm going to wo- go with the police rescue. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Baba last week, yeah, I thought, no, keep it. keep it light. Keep it light. So we'll go Come with end of the world. Tits and teeth, mate. <laughs> we'll go with the end of the world and sacrificial yeah. virgins. So my question is, yeah. who's actually responsible? Is it is it Camille for making this terrible prediction, saying the world's going to end? Or is it the tabloid press as we know it now? Because we've been fine for thousands and thousands of years. I know my answer. I think I know what your answer's going to be. What? So who do you want to you who do you want to put in ball? Yeah, you just backwashed yeah. in the beer. <laughs> yeah, we'll share it, mate. Sorry. I'm not even swallowing mine. <laughs> Tastes fine. I know my answer. Go on. What's my answer going to be? The press. Yeah. Because we've been them. so and it's so funny, isn't it? Because we're like so. It's just the press has always been around, like this institution. And we'd been fine for thousands and thousands of years. The new, yeah, well, the news used to be a bloke running over from one field going, <sighs> I've just tossed off a cow. <laughs> 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 I've run here to tell you it. <laughs> you won't believe it when you give it one of yeah. come on, Come on, come on, have a look. <laughs> and that was the headline of the day. And if you go over to the other field and a cow wasn't there, you got fake news. <laughs> And that was it, dealt, news was dealt, done, like that, there and then. But now, because it's printed, we take Fake it... Fake news! <laughs> Where's the fucking cow? Well, there's no cow to wank off, but... <laughs> Me and you, buddy. Come on, I won't say anything. So, oh, so yeah, there we go. That's that's the Haley's comment doomsday prediction. Wow. Because I know you like. He speak... caused a right ruckus, didn't he? He caused Well, a no, right... the tabloids did. You're right. Ta... No, I'm right. He didn't. <laughs> the tabloids did. He also went on to be like a science fiction writer. Oh, so... hold on a minute. Mm. That was your that was your bit, wasn't it? At the end, that was your not up because that is yeah. that's a game changer now. I thought this was quite cool. So Mark Twain, famous writer, he was born in 1835, the year of the comet came in. Uh, and then a year before the comet came in 1910, uh, so a year before its arrival, he said, I came in with it and I'll go out with it. And he died a day after the comet passed. Shut up. No. Yeah, Lewis, well done. And that's Haley's Comet. All right, last part of the show, Togs. Thank you so on, much Togger. for driving all the way from Guildford Aww. to come be our techie. Pleasure. Really appreciate Thanks, it. Mate. Really appreciate it. Next time that you're here, you'll be a dad. 
Okay, you got a little baby girl. Congratulations. Yeah, two months to go. Have you got a name? You don't have to tell us. Have you got a name? Yes, we do. Can we try and predict the name? Yes. I've got it already. I'll give you a clue as a girl. Yeah, I've I've just I just had I've just. I wasn't I wasn't gonna. Oh, don't start with your fucking visions. I have Jasmine. Do you know what? That's very much on the same area of flower. Flower. Iris. Exactly that. A second fucking guess. (laughs) Yes. I told you, shit's changing in me, man, on a profound level, and I'm not even fucking joking. You're becoming an oracle. I know. In front of us. Yes. Wow. That was um, my point earlier and I missed it. Matt, who, that's incredible. Matt, who's in the edit, I think Joe gets a point for that. So we're doing like a, a point scoring system and whoever has Loses. the most amount of points at the end, well, whoever has the least amount of points has to do a forfeit and the our listeners are going to decide what the forfeit is. I am going to put it out there now. I'm definitely not jumping out of an aeroplane. Don't say that because they're going to want to see that more. It's never going to happen. So don't say that. Say you bloody love jumping out I'd of an aeroplane. I'd love to jump out of an aeroplane. It gives me endless thrills thinking about it. Right, okay. So Matt gave some questions last uh, last week. Uh, we had to guess one was the wine bottles. The other was what's his postman's name. And the third one was what he was going to sing at Rocky Oki. So Matt has sent us some videos. Are you ready? Yeah, Do you, know, you remember wait. what your answer was? I Yeah, I think so. Kings Leon, Sex on Fire. Yeah. Mine was... I'm glad it was that. Killers, Mr. Brightside. Good luck. Best of luck to you. I forget your handshake is ridiculous. Shake her hand quickly. <laughs> Just do your normal. Wow, that's firm. The I love of it. a bloody bald headed eagle. Yeah, don't get me on a cow. Don't on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think your cow's broken, mate. <laughs> okay, right. Let's listen. What, what's Matt saying here? Come on, come on, Mr. Brightside. Rock song, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. We went, is... we went down the rock. No, because he said rock. He said, I'm going to sing a rock, rock song, didn't yeah. he? Oh, I've just seen it here. Postman name. Can you remember what you guessed for the postman? Anyone who got it right at home as well, please let us know. Stephen, I said, didn't I? You said Stephen with a PH. H. And I went for Matthew. It was Tom. Oh, that's a good postman yeah, name. Yeah, it's as good. Well. For blokes in his mid 30s, it's a Tom. That's um, safe. Right, okay, and the last one was guessing the wine bottles. I said 64, because Matt was going to have a party. Mm. It was actually alcoholic beverages, wasn't it? Mm. How many was going to be in the recycling bin? He set up the shot quite well, hasn't he? Yeah, very nice Okay, so that's one. The fact that he's done it like this makes me think it's not going to be anywhere near... Well, I said 70, didn't I, or something like that? You said 72. Well, I thought they were going beers and... I think Matt's a bit posh. Oh, I wish I'd have known that information. That makes a difference. Because look at what bit he's got Singer and Peroni. We'd have like Stella and Foster's. Yeah. And 11. He looked, that's not a party. That's a Tuesday. He hasn't got any friends, bless him. We've just discovered it. Look. <laughs> you know, Matt's he controlling want, the edit. He didn't want to tell us, look, <laughs> that he's, he's Matt, no mates. He's gone next door and been like, can you just give can us a few just bottles? Can give us a few? Well, we haven't got anything that. You must have some party. wine. Didn't you have any wine? Him doing... Sunday roast? Yeah, let me have some. Wine. Him doing Rocky Yoki. That's not. That's, that's not, not rock even him either. Well, that, it's not him, and it's not rock. Yeah, he's just got, ran into a pub. Backstreet's back. 
No, it wasn't that. What was it? Everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'd so, technically... It's very anti-rock. I think it's anti-rock. Te- yeah. Technically, you... Won that. No, you got a point for... We're going to say we're going to give you a point for guessing Togger's... That was pretty good. Baby I'm sorry. Girl's I name. knew it was a flower. That's I knew it amazing. was a flower. It's impressive. But I won the wine bottle one because I got closer because I said 64. Asked to have a point, don't you? Just because I've got one. I think that's fair. Okay, you, you guys decide at home. I think that's 1-1. One, one. No, Matt, you, Matt, you let us know. You let, let us know. Hey, Lewis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Long. Going. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we just saw the wine bottle video, you absolute party animal. Got no mates, have you, Matt? <laughs> Matty, no mates. We said 64 and 72. There was like 11. Well, I know. I mean, I think you've had dodgy information that we were having a housewarming or something because, no, we had like a couple of mates over and that was it. Oh, um, a couple of mates, is it, Matt? I'd have got, I'd have got, <laughs> that, I'd have drank that on my own just because I'm such a lad. <laughs> <laughs> so next week, we're going to be having a curry from our favourite takeaway. What I want to know is what is our curry order and you get a point per item what is your order and each item you get right but that's excluding rice uh and well yeah just peel our rice really do you mind if i go first go on i feel like i've got a vision joe i've just had a vision you're not over (laughs) okay we're waking up we're rounding (laughs) it up with some onion bargies um and then we've got what's the mushroom one called yeah mushroom biryani two chicken cormas and that's it. Because <laughs> then I've littered in poppadoms and all that. And a garlic naan. Two garlic naans. Okay, Joe, let's get your order. Please, may I have one chicken tikka masala? Mm. One, I want a bombaylu. Hello. Ooh. If he, he did one, he's, one, he's having it now. now. <laughs> I'm going to go one peshwari naan. Lovely. Yeah. One plain naan, I think. Someone's safe. So today is the final round of Premier League games in the football. And what I want to know is how many goals will be scored across those 10 games? The closest person to the answer wins the point. Uh, There will be 42 goals in the Premier League this weekend. I don't know anything about football, but I'm getting a vision of 36. I just said 42 because it's the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And it's my age. And it's your age. It's apparently it's the meaning of life for you. You're getting open. You're getting open. Is it the meaning you're, of life? Yeah. Shut up. Well, what do you mean? In Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the gag is they're trying to find out what the meaning to life is. Yeah. And at the end, they find out it's 42. So that's either a good omen, Joe, or it means you're going to die this year. Either one I'm <laughs> taking because I'm living my best life. Living yeah. my best life. <laughs> Harmonies. <laughs> Hi, Matt. You still there? <laughs> 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 All right, Matt. All right, bye, guys. Good luck. Amazing, Thanks, mate. Thanks so much. Thanks, mate. Um, that's it. That's episode two. In the can. <sighs> Second album, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. Episode two. Disaster. Absolutely. I think we did no, well. No, we smashed it. I was we joking. Well. I was being facetious because it's so good. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe, listen to us on Spotify, watch us on YouTube. We're on all the channels and we are at We Called It Podcast or We Called It Pod on Instagram, Twitter and what's the other one? TikTok. TikTok. Watch out because it's addictive.
Bye, mate. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 See you next time. COVID-19.